USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth by providing safe and effective strategies. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to Money Wise. We have a show today talking about hurricanes and tornadoes and significant weather events and what does climate change have to do with all this? But we're also going to be talking about how do you protect yourself? How do you protect your family? How do you protect your home? What kind of insurance should you carry? Can you get insurance on your property right now while we're in the middle of hurricane season? I think the answer is a qualified, unqualified no, you cannot. There's a moratorium going on right now. So if you didn't do it before now, it's too late. But you ought to be thinking about some of the things that you can do to protect yourself. So first thing I'd like to do is to introduce two people. First, the president of Lance Family Insurance Agency, Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And secondly, uh, the most important person in the room today, aside from... Um, Brianna, who's running the microphones <laughs> and everything else, without which we wouldn't know how to talk, is Cheryl Marciano. Good morning, Cheryl. Oh, happy Sunday morning, everyone. I think the last time that we talked on the radio together, we were talking about chickens and chicken jokes. And, oh, <laughs> and discounts. Yes, we did. And discounts. Mm -hmm. But today we're going to confine our discussion as much as possible to hurricanes and hurricane season and what does this all mean? So whether you know it or not, hurricane season officially begins on June 1st, and it goes all the way up until November 30th. People think, we don't have hurricanes in November. Well, yes, we do. And maybe it'll be especially this year because global warming and climate change are upon us, and all the meteorologists say that the season is now beginning earlier than June 1st, and it's lasting longer. You know, one little quick aside as we begin to talk about this, Cheryl, I read that one of the last hurricanes that came up to the coast then degenerated into a tropical storm, then went up to Greenland. And guess what's happening with this hurricane in Greenland? Snow. Three feet of snow. Holy cow. Oh, boy. Who would have thought that what begins as a hurricane and a tropical storm would end up in as three feet of snow in Greenland? It's crazy. So what happened this year, and Cheryl was good enough to have this information for me, our first storm was Anna, or is it Anna? Anna. 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 Is Anna named after the movie Frozen? I believe some of our names this year were taken from that movie, Ray. So that was the first storm that actually hit mm -hmm. in this calendar year, 2021. And it didn't happen after June 1st, which is the official start of hurricane season. It happened on May 22nd. So hurricanes, tropical storms, climate changing events are occurring much earlier now. So, so far there are seven, this is the seventh consecutive season that one of these kind of storms has actually started before the 1st of June. Absolutely correct, getting earlier and earlier uh, and more frequency as well, Ray. Yep, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up in North Carolina for much of my uh, childhood until I was a sophomore in high school. Basically, I was there three separate times uh, living at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. And we had lots and lots of hurricanes then because that was the area where the hurricanes hit the most. Mm -hmm. And now they've migrated to hit other areas. Absolutely. So I want to ask you one question. I'm going to depart a little bit from our remarks here. But I want to ask you, Cheryl, you know, we all look at the news stories about how New Orleans has been destroyed and decimated and probably people still without power, you know, weeks after the event. We think, oh, this is terrible. Boy, I'm glad I don't live there and I don't have to worry about that. But we do have to worry about that financially, don't we? I think that everyone needs to worry about um, global warming, climate change. Um, it's very real and we all can see it and it's happening. So um, we can't 
you know, stop it, if you want to call it, in your own little bubble. But there's so many things that you need to do to prepare for these events. Mm -hmm. uh, so to have a plan is the best thing. Okay. So we're going to talk about a plan, but how about the cost of it? So you have a home and you have mm -hmm. homeowner's insurance and Peter has a home and has homeowner insurance and I do. Mm -hmm. We're actually paying the cost of these storms and the cleanup and the, the oh, damage yes. because yeah. even though it hits in New Orleans or Texas or someplace else. Or wildfires in California. Wildfires right? in California. It's earthquakes, a ripple effect. Well, it affects all the rates across Correct. the entire insurance industry. So whether we realize it or not, we don't see it. We see gradual increases in cost of insurance. Mm -hmm. But the insurance company doesn't just surcharge these areas where the wildfires are or where the hurricanes mm -hmm. hit. They put the charges across the entire yes. insurance uh, world, and Correct. we actually pay part of the cost of that. Insurance is all about risk, and insurance companies are all about spreading out that risk. So, Pete, let's talk about some of the things that we could do to get prepared for a hurricane. First of all, make a plan, I guess, right? Yeah, that would be the first thing to do for sure. I wonder how many people actually do that. I don't think a lot of people do. It would be right now the smart thing to do is to definitely be prepared for the worst and hope nothing happens is <laughs> really the best way to be. Well, even in my front yard, I've got a couple of really tall, really old trees. Mm -hmm. And then there are a couple of dead limbs on them with no vegetation, and they look like they could fall down. That's a pretty sturdy tree. But when the recent storms came, I don't park my cars anywhere mm -hmm. near where yeah. this tree is. I don't want to have a big, massive dead branch come down and crunch my roof. Exactly. So Property you maintenance is huge. Um, and I do recommend for everyone to um, take a, a full inspection of their, their property um, and if they have any trees that they feel are weak um, or really big old trees, let's not forget that a lot of those trees that came down out in Western Mass, it was because the ground was saturated mm -hmm. and it had nowhere to go. And when those big gusts of wind came, the roots had nothing to hold on to. Yep. So, and there was a lot of tree, uh, damage on homes and automobiles out in Western Mass. And it's not just what the tree looks like on the inside, because you can have a really old tree sometime that's absolutely rotten and hollow on the inside. This could be diseased. Yeah. yeah, I was just watching a program just literally two nights ago on Channel 2, and it ended at quarter of the hour. And so they have little filler kinds of things. And they, they showed a story of this big, massive, beautiful tree that has gone through generations and generations. But they tested it, discovered it was virtually a hollow shell, and they had to come down. Mm -hmm. And then when they took it down, they cut it down in segments, the whole inside of the trunk and the major limbs was just hollow. We had at least 15 trees at our house in Freetown taken down because they were just right all along the side of the house. And it just dropped nothing but leaves and needles and had nothing but shade and grew moss on the roof because of it. So we had them all taken down. And one of the trees, it was this massive oak tree. It must have been 70 feet tall at least. And the entire in inside of the tree was completely hollow, completely just right. nothing. So let's let's run down this. And you wouldn't know that unless you have a, inspected a, a, inspection. Yeah, yeah. Um, the tree service companies come out, and and you know, I, interesting enough, that early storm we had up here in New England, uh, my neighbor's tree fell down into my yard, but because I didn't have a relationship with a tree service person, we waited a month. Because they were so busy. Mm, sure. um, so that's kind of something, it's not really on our list of preparedness, but maybe have a relationship where someone comes to your property and, you know, does your tree limbs and does whatever and inspects your property because then they can tell you in advance what might have to come down. Maybe buy a chainsaw. Um, well, you can, I don't recommend as an insurance agent, no, any sure. of my clients getting on a ladder with a chainsaw. <laughs> So, Cheryl, your office is the same place as the other fine firms here, the law firm and yep. USA Wealth Group. And uh, we're located at 352 Fonts Corner Road, as are you. Your phone number is, let's see, I've got your cell phone, but I'm looking yep. at some point for the regular phone, too. Seven. I've got it right there, right in front of you. <laughs> That's 774-992-0789. Is that your personal cell phone? 
No, that's the company. Oh, that's the company. Okay, yeah. good. That's good to but know. But after hours, it goes to her cell phone. Yep. Okay, kicks over. All right. Or you can just give out my cell phone, 508-685-2934. Now forget that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're single and own a farm, you can call me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it has chickens Because I miss my chickens, Ray. They're gone. All of our listeners know all about my chickens, and I miss them terribly. Well, it's time to... Chicken up again. Get some more chicken. Chicken up, yes. <laughs> now, your website is lancefia.com. Cheryl at lancefia.com, or you can go to info at lancefia.com. Okay, those are the email addresses. Yeah. Yep. But the, and our website. What's the P? And, and the FIA stands for Financial Insurance Agency. No. Family Insurance Agency. That was a test, Ray. It was a test. Pete, your it. father's testing us today. We're giving them all kinds of wrong information. <laughs> Tell, tell us about it, Pete. <laughs> I would just contact Cheryl if you're looking to speak to her or text her. She's great. She talks to people at nighttime and on the weekends and everything. She loves. She talks to people on her way to and from the office. I mean, <laughs> did you know that Cheryl actually talks in her sleep? I do, actually. Probably. <laughs> in I any actually, event. No, Ray, I might cluck. Maybe I cluck, <laughs> I might cluck in my sleep. Just to clear that up, the website is Lance fia.com and to contact cheryl via email it's cheryl s-h-e-r-y-l at lancefia.com i know there was a special person you wanted to say hello to this morning oh cheryl. my gosh I think her name is barbara i want to do a great big shout out to one of our most loyal and faithful listeners her name is um miss barbara santos um, she found us by listening to our radio show all the time. She looks forward to it. She's an absolute gem. I talk to her at least once a month, and I just want to give her a big shout-out, a big, happy, joyous, happy birthday, Barbara Santos. Oh, it's Thank a birthday, too? Thank you so much. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. So, Peter, run down the list again uh, before we take a short break and just do this quickly. Some things to think about doing to prepare for a hurricane. Uh, sure. Well, the first thing is, as we said, make to make a plan. And, you know, you should, I don't care if you write it down on a Word document or a piece of paper, just keep it somewhere where you know where it is. Because most people, when there's going to be a storm, whether it's a hurricane or, you know, a blizzard, just think, well, I got to go to the grocery store and stock right. up and then gas up and that's it. But for a hurricane, you need to make a plan, uh, secure the exterior, which means, you know, getting rid of anything that might fly away. Trampolines are a big one. Um Oof. And really anything outside that could blow away, secure it or get rid of it and put it somewhere where it's not going to blow away and cause damage to your property or someone else. Possibly install storm shutters, depending on how crazy the hurricane is going to be. You might want to make sure that you've got all your windows covered. I remember having to do that back in 1991, was it? Um, and then move your cars, as you talked about, Dad. Make sure that you have... Uh, uh, some emergency power with a generator or something possibly. All right, so we're actually going to take a short break because we're out of the time for this first break. Okay. But as soon as we come back, we're going to go through the rest of this list, okay? Yep. So we'll take soon. a very short break, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back with Rodney Dangerfield. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Money Wise. We're talking today about hurricanes and preparing for hurricanes and what are some of the things you need to know about the right amount of insurance to have on your property. And we're going to get a little air conditioning going in this room. And let's continue with this checklist of how to prepare for a hurricane, Pete. Can we continue? Uh, sure. Uh, the next thing I believe I said at the end of the first break is uh, to make sure that you have some type of emergency power. Uh, there are now trucks that have um, emergency power supply. There are generators, both portable as well as ones that you ha obviously have to, you know, uh, 
they're much more money and you have to get them installed at your house. Can they ask you about the truck? So that means you can run your truck engine and then plug into power into your house? Uh, it's more than that from my understanding. I haven't done a whole lot of research, uh, but I heard about this recently, maybe two or three weeks ago, that I believe it's a Ford pickup truck that has an internal battery that stores up enough power where you can run a whole bunch of things off of your house even without the truck running. Wow. That's fascinating. So I'm not entirely sure, but I had heard about that from a few people. Yeah, that's the the future. Uh, Anything else uh, that you might want to do is to store important documents somewhere safe uh, in case you do have any, you know, uh, you know, wind or water damage that might take things away inside the house. Obviously prepare an emergency kit, you know, a first aid kit with flashlights and candles. Uh, and then identify a shelter room in the house that you feel is most safe and secure from wind and trees and everything else. Or in some cases, actually figure out if you want to even stay in the house. Um, well, that's an important thing you bring up. So if you're asked to evacuate, and we all know that it, some people choose to stay, um, the safest thing is to actually evacuate before anything happens. Once you weatherproof the house taking care of everything. Another thing, Pete, too, a lot of people forget to think about their pets. Yep. And they got to be on your checklist. What are we going to do with our pets? I mean, for the most part, today's technology, we do have a little bit of warning time. Mm-hmm. Unlike back in uh, the 1950s when we were hit by the double hurricanes there. Um, so we have a little bit of warning so there's a lot of things that people can do and if you choose to stay obviously hunker down make sure that your animals are secured there was one thing i was talking about uh, pete rescues um he's got two beautiful rescue pups um from down south right pete from northwest tennessee yep yeah well it's interesting you bring that up cheryl because just in the last couple of days literally i've had several different emails coming into my email account saying Please help us rescue animals. We've got all kinds of animals that were abandoned mm-hmm. or deserted. All got lost. Or got lost in Louisiana and Florida and Texas, and they're begging people to take mm-hmm. on animals for adoption. Yeah. We rescued three uh, cats uh, from Louisiana after Katrina because after every hurricane, all kinds of animals get either abandoned or displaced. Right. They get lost. They get whatever. So what I was watching, which was pretty fascinating, is to make sure that you have your animal crates, leashes, backup collars, yep. like all set and ready to go in case you get that warning call that you got to go versus, and I don't believe anybody leaves them on purpose. They're, in, they're you know, the, the helicopter lands on your roof, you got to go, right? Yep. Um, to make sure that they are in a secured area for when um, the rescuers come to get you. Um, So I think that's something truly important to a lot of people, to have that little backup plan. And make sure you take all your family members with (laughs) you. I'm strapping my kids and then my dogs to me. (laughs) So Rodney Dangerfield once said, We sleep in separate rooms. We have dinner apart. We take separate vacations. We're doing everything we can to keep our marriage together. (laughs) You didn't get it. It took Cheryl a minute. I didn't get it. Because they do everything apart, so they can keep their marriage together. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I get it now. Okay. All right. So they're happy because they're they're singly married. Yeah, it's it's sort of like it's sort of like this radio show right now. Cheryl Rodney Dangerfield also said, "I haven't spoken to my wife in years. I didn't want to interrupt her." I think some of these jokes are written for you. I don't know. It does. It sounds like it. Do you know? Okay, I have a little interjection here. This is, but I went to a Rodney Dangerfield show when I was really young. I had to be like 15 or 16. That explains it. I was dating uh, uh, this young man, and his mom and dad, or uncle, I believe, uh, took us to a show. And I just thought I was the cat's meow. I was wearing a bright yellow pantsuit. And I was like second or third row up. And Rodney Dangerfield, I was laughing really hard. And he pointed at me and he said, what's going on with the banana in the front row? <laughs> oh, I love it. I hadn't heard that one before, Cheryl. No, because they really said it to me. <laughs> it's like, 
And I, I just, you know, you remember yellow polyester? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's what I was with. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't remember it, but I remember I, seeing I, it in movies. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, that's great. Well, uh, uh, prepare an emergency kit. When's the last time you just checked your flashlights and make sure mm-hmm. the batteries are still working mm-hmm. or have candles, mm-hmm. which you should mm-hmm. be careful about if you're exactly. lighting candles, too? Yeah. That's where they have these and we hurricane want water, Right, waterproof containers. The easiest, best way, and I will say this to everyone, number one, um, before this even happens, take an inventory of your house anyways. Because if an insurance claim comes up, you have pictures. If you get robbed or stolen, you already have a video. And I tell people take pictures of their property, pictures of their stuff. You put it in a Ziploc bag or send it to someone who lives way far away from you. Put it in a Ziploc bag and put it in your freezer. Well, you could put it in the freezer, yes. Sure. But, or at a bank or whatever, those those things. Take an inventory of your, of your jewelry. Um, every single storm, I have been going out and I videotape my entire yard, and then I videotape it when the storm is over. Well, virtually everybody has It's the has best a, way. Yeah, almost everybody has a cell phone yep. now, so it's easy enough to do. Absolutely. Take a record of it. Email it to somebody so there's a record off site mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we can give you a copy of this checklist. If you would like a copy, uh, get in touch with the office. You can mm-hmm. call USA Wealth Group at 508-998-8858, or we can call Cheryl at what number, Cheryl? 508-685-2934. Okay. And we'll be happy to send you a preparation checklist. Mm-hmm. What happens when we have a forecast of a tropical storm or a hurricane? What happens in the grocery stores? Oh, people go bonkers, right? They go nuts. They rush and rush. The most important thing is to have water. Yep. Water. Um, pure water. Um, another thing you can do, uh, people, um, just to let you know, you can fill your bathtub with water just to help with cleaning and dishes and all that kind of, if you lose electricity so on and so forth. Like Pete says, uh, a backup generator is a great investment nowadays. So I feel that, um, you know, if you get a little bit of extra money, you might want to look into that. Mm-hmm. Um, or just get yourself a nice big Ford F-150 that you can plug in. Right? Now, there are a number, number of truck companies that are now doing mm-hmm. that. You can plug the thing right from the truck right mm-hmm. back into your... You have to have a special plug to put it in like in your garage or something like that. Right. And now I think reverse. that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's terrific. Don't have the truck running in the garage to power. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good we never, piece of We advice. never said that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Rodney Dangerfield also said, uh, speaking of taking your parents and your kids, when I was a kid, my parents moved a lot, but I always found them. <laughs> I loved Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I love him, too. There's a couple who have to think that a little slightly off color that we'll have to think about whether yeah, we Yeah, I don't know if we want to say that. Use them on the radio. So um, why do we give hurricanes names, Cheryl? And when do we start naming hurricanes? So interestingly enough, um, they used to be based on longitude and latitude. And, you know, way back when it was mostly, um, I believe, the sailors. But um, until the early 1950s, uh, storms, hurricanes, they were tracked by the year and in order. Um, over time, it was learned that the use, basically, it was easily remembered when they gave them names. Um, so when you talked about a storm or wrote about a storm, you could easily communicate it, and people would understand it because it would have a name. Um, in the past, there was confusion and false rumors when a storm would hit and advisories. Um, so a lot of it had to do with naming it um, and locating it, and, and, and so that's what they began to do. In 1953, the United States started using female names. A uh, little tidbit here. See, I think that would have been more appropriate to give storms the names of females first. First. Well, they did. Because they raised more hell. Well, we do. Thank God you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in 1978, they began to use both men and women. Um, and so then uh, that was then adopted into 1979 for all storms. Okay. Um, so, and, and let's face it, we all know, I mean, I don't know, do you remember where you were during Hurricane Bob? Oh, sure. Right. So without that, like everyone has an attachment so that you, you kind of know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember all the sailboats that came out of the yep. harbor that were all 
fully lined up across the Paid Narrow Bridge, for example. Right. It's crazy and down here. Made bar. national news, those pictures. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the storm you were referencing. 91 was the year that was Bob that you had done the thing with the trees around your property. In fact, that's that's probably the last time we've had a major hurricane make a direct hit on us, isn't it? I believe Bob... Uh, it definitely was the last major, major one. There was, yes. There was a fairly decent-sized one in 2013. I remember that, that one. Gloria. Oh. No, Gloria was... I was in college when Gloria was here. It was in the 1980s. Bob was definitely 1991, right. and, and uh, yeah, that was a major one. That was the last real major one. Mm-hmm. I remember clearly a huge portion of our massive tree in the front yard came down, yeah. and all the sailboats, and we were without power for at least five days. Uh, how many days was it? It was probably about that long. Did you know there's, there's four named storms out in the ocean right now, some of which may become hurricanes, mm-hmm. and reach us? There's Mindy, Nicholas, Odette. Guess what the fourth one is? Peter. 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 <laughs> Watch Peter the, out. Peter the Hurricane. He's coming. Watch out. <laughs> well, we're talking with Peter Lance and Cheryl Marciano from Lance Family Insurance Agency. We're going to take a short break, catch our breath, mm-hmm. and then come right back. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about some weather events and hurricanes. We're going to talk a little bit about global warming in a few minutes as well and how the hurricane season is now longer. And by the way, the uh, hurricane season for last year, as we began the pandemic, was also a major uh, hurricane season that started early. Um, So we're seeing more and more hurricanes. when my son-in-law was doing construction work, he's been in construction all his life, you know, at a very high level, major buildings, and he does cost estimating for multi-million dollar buildings. He was actually hired by a company out of New York uh, City and lived on there for about a year right after Hurricane Sandy in 2012. And that hit uh, New Jersey and hit New York really badly. Millions of dollars worth of damages. And you know who he was hired by? He was hired by an insurance settlement company who had to have people who understood construction go out and come up with detailed estimates and evaluate the, what the claims were going to cost the companies. But that caused major damage in midtown Manhattan. Highly unusual. So we're seeing more and more storms come this way. Fortunately, we don't see as many as down south. But uh, and then Hurricane Bob, of course, was a was a significant one in 1991. Mm-hmm. So it is a fact of life. We get a lot of hurricanes. You know, I'm wondering. You probably don't know the answer to this, and I don't. I wonder if the east coast of our country gets more hurricanes than other parts of the world. I think it might be possible because you get the warm waters coming off mm. uh, the coast of Africa and coming across the ocean, and then coming through the warm waters of the Caribbean and up through the Gulf Coast. But you never hear about major hurricanes as, as much as we get them right? in our country. Well, I, I, I do believe that what happens is they all begin as like tropical disturbances out in the middle of the ocean. So there are some serious storms that never get named because they're out in the middle of the ocean and they never hit anything. I think um, the island of Bermuda usually kind of gets hit or, or they just miss it when it's coming our way coming all the way up Mm. but the increase in the severity of the storms affecting the united states and i believe on both coasts is just increasing every single year oh it is now as we're going we're in the middle of hurricane season right now which goes until the end of november it's it's kind of too late to get insurance right now that will protect you 
And it's not just the water damage, it's the wind damage that's the problem that I understand. Is mm -hmm. that c mm -hmm. basically correct? So all homeowners policies by nature exclude flood. Okay. Okay. Floods excluded, earthquake is excluded, certain things are excluded. Doesn't mean you can't get insurance for them. You need to call your insurance agents and discuss, you know, what would this cost? Mm -hmm. Some companies offer endorsements where they can add on those items. Uh, not flood, though. Flood is a complete separate, different policy. And I've had a few claims this year where basically it was groundwater that seeped into uh, people's basements. Um, and there is flooding going on where you think there would be no flooding. Um, and personally, I'm doing some research, and uh, I think if you were to get a flood policy when you actually didn't need one, I believe the premiums may be very affordable. Okay. And once that's in place, it's in place, right? If you think about it. Okay. So I have a half-sunken raised ranch. Half-sunken raised? So it would, oh, raised ranch. So oh. when I say that, I mean, I have two bedrooms my utility room and my bathroom below ground level. Oh, I was visualizing that your house had sunk into the ground. <laughs> you said have sunk no sinkhole, but they do have sinkhole insurance. That's another endorsement. So I'm seriously considering getting flood insurance. Okay. Because if I do, if there's a torrential rain. Which we have had recently. Which we have had, and there has been water like flowing. I mean, the last storm, didn't everybody have water flowing down the street yep. like a river? And you had some near where you live. We had a sinkhole had a big right sinkhole. at my beach in my neighborhood yep. in Wareham, Mass. Yeah, right over by the beach. Well, the most important thing is to get prepared and yep. make sure that you follow a checklist because we could still have some damaging hurricanes even this year. Right. So you still can get and endorse insurance policies during the hurricane season. What you cannot get, Ray, is when a storm is coming and the insurance companies put out what they call moratoriums. Okay. And basically, that is exactly what it says. A moratorium says that basically you cannot issue, bind anything with an impending disaster. Mm -hmm. So... Years ago, long time ago, people who owned boats, they'd wait to the last minute. They'd see the storm come in. They'd call up and get that insurance added on. So now you can't. So the moratorium protects the insurance company, basically, because if it's a brand new policy and then they have to pay out, they haven't really earned any premium back. Mm. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So the moratorium just stops. So it doesn't necessarily mean you can't. But right now, we went almost between all those storms coming up the coast, two to three weeks where we could not issue a binder policy. Mm -hmm. So you're correct at certain points. So you have to plan ahead of time like you yeah. plan everything Even ahead of time. Even with your insurance, yeah. You have to plan for an estate plan. Do you mm -hmm. know, Cheryl, when you're going to die? I don't. Do you, Peter? <laughs> I don't. No. You had to think about it, though. You're like, hmm. I was, because I was going to throw a date out there. I was just, I don't know. I was like, I know when I'd like to die. <laughs> I don't know when. So I just went to the dentist recently, and I had my head examined. Uh, <laughs> you had your head examined? Yeah, the dentist. You sure? Yes. <laughs> what did they say? There was, there was nothing in it. There was nothing in it. No, but there was, I have this perfect three-dimensional CT scan of my entire skull, my mouth, and everything. It was, yeah. I, I said to the dentist, I said, look at this. It's a picture of my skull. I never realized how big, how big my it nose. was. <laughs> yeah. I said, but there's nothing in it. Right. I said, and, and this is what I'm going to look like when I'm dead and gone. There's a skull sitting there. Well, kind of creepy. Uh, unless you have, you know, um, you know, walk like an Egyptian or something like that. You know, we can yeah. stuff you with whatever you want. Isn't well, that what they did when they... Um... <laughs> Didn't they get all their jewels, like, stuffed into that so they could take them with them or something? Yes. Yeah. No, it was Ted Williams' family. Yeah. Uh, when he died. What, oh, I think it was Ted Williams. Wasn't it Ted Williams? Yes. And, they had and his head severed. Right. And put into a cryo tank. Walt Disney freezer. also. Really? Walt Disney did that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about hurricanes today. Yes, we are. Hurricanes. <laughs> we just get diverted a little bit. But that yeah. happens when Ray and Pete and I get together. We kind of go... A little and maybe sometimes way off, off directions. You were okay. talking about names before and naming hurricanes. One yes. of the things that I read is that they uh, stop 
they, they go into rotation every six years, the names, mm -hmm. for all these tropical storms and hurricanes. Yes. And they eliminate the name if that hurricane has caused, you know, a real lot of damage and especially deaths, of course. Absolutely. Mm. They don't want uh, that name to come back they up They retire again. it. Uh, forever um, uh, due to what they call sensitivity issues. But basically, yeah, massive devastation. Uh, okay. They never use that. that name again. Right. Good, good piece of information. I know. So whoever named the hurricanes this season um, and put out all, all these names, there's 21 of them, yeah. must have young kids because they're named after the movie Frozen. There's, there's a lot. Anna, Elsa, Grace, Henry, uh, Henri, is that what Henri. it is? Not Henri. Henri, I'm sorry. I don't recognize Excuse any me. of those names from Frozen other than Anna and Elsa. But Anna, Elsa, isn't Claudette in, in the movie Frozen? I'm no. pretty sure. If so, it's a very minor character. Uh, yeah. Kristoff yeah. and Sven, and yeah. those are the main characters. Yeah. So what happens, uh, Cheryl, if we run out of names for people for hurricanes, if we go through this whole list? I mean, right now we've got name storms up through number 16, we're, all, we're already to Peter. And we've only got names up to 21. Right. We're already at Peter. Uh, so what do, what do they do when they run out of names? If they run out of names, they recycle the Greek alphabet. They have that other list that will come out if they reach that You mean like alpha, last. beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, yeah. theta, beta, beta? I, I think so. I'm not really sure. Okay. but Because I, I don't even know if it's ever occurred. If we've ever actually run out of names, well, I maybe don't this know. will be the year. Do you think a car is a safe place to be in a hurricane? No. You're looking for shelter? No. Mm -hmm. Rodney Dangerfield did. Why? What does he say? He said, "My wife wants sex in the back of the car, and she wants me to drive." <laughs> through through the hurricane, right? <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Right. So we've, we've we've established what happens if you run out of names for hurricanes. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the difference between hurricanes and tornadoes? I know sometimes we see that hurricanes will spawn tornadoes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, you'll get an alert on your cell phone now. Well, didn't we just uh, two weekends ago in the yes. middle of the night? Yeah. Uh, so what we find is the biggest differences between hurricanes and tornadoes. It's how big they are and how long they last. So hurricanes are typically <laughs> hundreds of miles in diameter. Are you Peter's, making fun of me? Peter's laughing at and what winds, you just said. And, well, if you let me finish, oh, hurricanes prepared. can last for days or even weeks. Pete. <laughs> and tornadoes only last for a few minutes. So <laughs> we should end it there. We are shortly going to take our last break of the day and yeah. try to regain our composure here. They're really going to take me out back and yell at me, but that's okay. <laughs> When we come back, I'm going to tell you about my real-life story <laughs> in a tornado when I was nine years old. Oh, and I've heard that. And I remember every detail of it. Mm -hmm. But we'll be back in just a minute because we, we do want to talk about uh, how sometimes estate planning is like the difference between hurricanes and tornadoes. Hurricanes you can plan and prepare for. Tornadoes, tornadoes are like when somebody dies unexpectedly because they exactly. think they got more time to plan and they have Comes haven't. out of nowhere and hits yep. you. You've so, got that right, Ray. So think about preparing for your estate as you would preparing for a hurricane. Yeah, good analogy make, there. Make a plan. You might have to write that one down. I think I did once. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back in just a moment with no jokes for our last segment. segment. You sure about that? Not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Call 508-998. 8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I think we have more or less recovered our composure in this room, <laughs> but we've been having a lot of fun today. So we're talking about the differences between hurricanes and tornadoes. You know, let's relate this for a second to not only planning and planning for insurance, but mm -hmm. planning for protecting your assets, and protecting mm -hmm. your estate. Um, is your homeowner's insurance up to date? 
If it's mm-hmm. not, check it out. There's a lot of things you can do to protect yourself by having a proper homeowner's insurance policy, like having an extra liability umbrella rider on your policy, for yep. example. Mm-hmm. Even I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and having it reviewed to make sure that everything's in place yep. and circumstances change as well. As right. you get older, things change. So if you would take steps and do things and rush around an emergency because you want to be prepared for a hurricane, why haven't you done the same thing mm-hmm. for your estate plan to protect your family? Oh, yeah. So this is a gentle reminder that if you haven't done that, mm-hmm. give Lance Law Inc. a call at 508-998-8800 and get prepared to protect not only yourself but your family. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to a nursing home? No. no. <laughs> nobody nobody does. Nope. So when you do your estate plan, one of the things you do is a durable power of attorney so that somebody can handle your affairs if you become incapacitated. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, then your family can spend five or $6,000 and be named your guardian. Right. And uh, so anyways, get prepared in all areas of your life. So when I was nine years old, I was starting to tell this, uh, Cheryl, I've mentioned it a couple of times before. I was in a tornado in Worcester, Massachusetts. It was an F5 tornado. Killed 100 people. Oh, my goodness. And it sounded like the loudest sound I've ever heard in my life. They say it's like listening to a freight train. Right. But just this incredibly loud roar. An amazing amount of damage. We didn't even have weather reporting back then when I was nine years old, so you didn't know it was coming. There were no storm warnings, no cell phones, no cell phone warnings. Mm-hmm. People were totally unaware. And even today, it's much harder to prepare for a hurricane than it is for, I mean, for a tornado than it right. is for a hurricane. So if you want checklists, I know you've got some other checklist things that you can refer people to, some other websites, for example, or I saw a list earlier somewhere. You're talking about for a checklist? Yeah, yeah, for a checklist. That you could pull off the internet. It was the Hurricane... National Hurricane Center and That's Central it. Pacific Hurricane Center. So just remember, National Hurricane Center, there's some checklists on there also. Mm-hmm. And some other things, that some really good hints of things to do. So prepare. You, you're going to have damage. If you have a direct hit from a hurricane, you're going to have damage, whether it's trees mm-hmm. outside, shingles off your roof, whatever it happens to be. Talked earlier about the checklist, including having you know an emergency kit and a first aid kit and everything in your home. Have one in your car also, because if you do, especially if you right. have to evacuate, make sure you have an emergency kit in your car. Sure. I've always kept one. I've always kept a big flashlight. As Cheryl said, make sure that your flashlights are you know fully charged or have new batteries in them. Um, There's a thing that I bought 15 years ago at least. It's a little simple battery tester, and it can test almost any battery that you would use for your household. You know, A, AA, AAA, Cs, oh. Ds, even the 9-volt. And I use that thing all the time to check batteries. I mean, I've got three kids, so I'll... Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's sat in our junk drawer for 15 years, and it's really, you know, at various houses, and it's always come in very handy. Get yourself a battery tester. Um, you can probably find them locally or, you know, no more Radio Shack, but Amazon, whatever. Right. Get that and um, make sure you stock up on flashlights and uh, candles mm-hmm. and don't wait until the last minute to do it obviously absolutely ziploc bags people ziploc bags and put your license put your wallet even if you're putting it in your coat pocket make sure um whatever you put put it in ziploc um all those important papers like especially the ones that you mm-hmm. might want to take with you also make sure that you have a card from your insurance agent in that ziploc bag yep um, and put it in a zipped pocket, put it in a zipped bag. I think Florida um, still requires that when you go rent a car, yeah. you have to bring evidence of, of insurance, insurance right. to rent a but car. But this is just for so you can reach out to your insurance company because um, their folks, you know, we can call it whatever you want to call it. You can agree or you can disagree. The fact of the matter is here, Ray and Pete, there are more weather-related claims today than ever. Earthquakes in Haiti. Thank you. Hurricanes in Haiti. And massive number of fires. Who would have ever thought fires. that with all these fires mm-hmm. on the West Coast that we would get smoke and yeah. air pollution all the way over to the mm-hmm. East Coast? I mean, I don't remember right. seeing that before. And rains and rain and rain. So you've got mudslides, you've got sinkholes, you've got flooding. Um, you have just crazy things that, 
and people, this is very serious. I have a lot of people that'll say to me when I'm quoting them, I'm not in a flood zone. My bank says I do, I'm not in a flood zone. Okay. The landscape is changing. And someday you may be in a flood zone mm-hmm. or what they call a high risk zone. Right. Okay. The thing is, plan ahead. Look into a flood policy now. Find out what it really is going to cost you. You might not need it right now, but you might decide. Because once you get that policy in place, a lot of people with flood policies have them grandfathered in. You're just, you're, you're, you're hurricane and mudslides and rain and everything reminded me of the uh, quote from Ghostbusters, which I'm sure (laughs) everyone has seen, where they say, fire and brimstone coming down from the skies, rivers and seas boiling. And then, and then uh, Bill Murray chips in and says, human sacrifices, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. (laughs) (laughs) It's all coming, folks. It's all coming. You've heard it from Pete. (laughs) It's crazy. Take care of your pets. Take care of your dogs. Yes. Even Rodney Dangerfield was concerned about his dog. He said, some dog I got too. We call him Egypt because in every room he leaves a pyramid. <laughs> Very nice. That doesn't He's have anything to do with today. insurance, does it? No, it didn't. Not really. But it, well, it did have to do with dogs, Ray. So yes. we're going to give you credit for that one. Good, thank yeah, you. She, good yeah. thing my mother isn't here because she would be looking at him sideways. <laughs> so, Cheryl, uh, why don't you give a, a fairly recent quote that you did with some savings? And we haven't ah. mentioned your phone number since the very first of four segments so you should probably give your cell phone number Cheryl loves to talk she'll talk to you again I think Ray and Pete want me married guys so they keep dishing out my cell phone number today I don't know something's going on in the office today I don't know is there full moon Brianna if you decide to do that is there make sure yeah. he's hard of hearing yeah well, he, yeah you got to be deaf because you don't want to listen to me all day long <laughs> can I ask you one question though seriously uh, this is actually a serious question we we're just talking about all these major climate change type of events, the the water that we've received, um, can you get insurance on a house that covers water damage? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. There's what, certain the cer- different companies have different endorsements, and you just have to do your research and double check that you have those, or that you want to add them onto your policy. Okay. How about mold? Because yes, mold. Okay. Yep. Um, there's all different kinds of endorsements different companies offer. Uh, the, the question is to research what is on your policy and what you may add to it. Um, I just found out today, like where I am. So if I install a sub pump and I add a sub pump endorsement mm-hmm. to my policy, if I get water in my basement, whether it's flooding or water coming up, I might have coverage because I mitigated my risk by putting in the sub pump so that I wouldn't get a claim with water. So I did my best to mitigate that risk, but then electricity went out and the sub pump failed. I would have coverage because I tried my best to mitigate the risk. So I think the real important message here is that people should come in and make an appointment to see you, You? Cheryl, Mm -hmm. or Deb. Yep. And have your policy examined to make sure you've got the right kind mm-hmm. of coverages, number one. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I know that in many cases, you're able to tell people, you ought to add this on and add this mm-hmm. on, but mm-hmm. we're able to save you money on this piece, yep. so it's not going to cost you any more money. Right. But exactly. I wonder how many or people... Or give them a better policy for what they're already paying for. Yeah. Or save so, them money. My favorite thing in the world to do is is to save money. And if I can't save the money, I give them advice and I tell them to stay where they're at, but to add things to their policy if their policy isn't full. So I wonder how many people have ever bothered to take a look at their policy, let alone have it reviewed. Right. But if you can save money and maybe have better coverages, then make an appointment to come see Cheryl. Cheryl. Or just give her a call or a text. Mm-hmm. One last yeah. time, give out the numbers for Lance Family Insurance well, Agency. Well, just for your... Yeah, my cell phone, 50... I'm telling you, people, they want my cell phone out there. They work... She's they, single they, and ready to mingle. I, uh, <laughs> as long as you want a farm. 508-685-2934 is my cell phone. And 774-992-0789 is the office. A, f- a farm or at least like an acre with, you know, Yeah, got to have chickens. I don't know. <laughs> You, oh, what is that saying from that movie? Must love dogs and cats. Well, we're going to conclude today, and I'm sorry that I never got off Rodney Dangerfield, but I just found him so amusing, especially yeah. your your actual real life interaction with Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield, Dangerfield 
Who's the banana? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Who's the banana in the front row? <laughs> that was so funny. So, oh. um, one last uh, thing from Rodney Dangerfield. He said, one year they asked me to be poster boy for birth control. <laughs> that works. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We've had fun here. We hopefully have given you some information that's useful as well. You do almost anything to protect your family. Do something to protect your house. If you're concerned about protecting your property, then make sure you're also protecting your family with appropriate legal documents and financial plans. Most of all, thank you for listening. Get prepared in life and have a great Sunday. I want to say one more thing. Oh, go ahead, of course. <laughs> We have the last word. Uh, I just want to say here at Lance Family, uh, we call it the one-stop shop. So you've got a real estate firm help you sell and buy a house. You've got your insurance helping, uh, you know, to insure that property. You've got a lawyer in case you need one. You've got a company that helps you invest your finances and someone who will protect you as you get older uh, with information, with uh, Medicare. Uh, so it's a one-stop shop here. That's something to think about in the future. Don't have to go here, there, and everywhere, you know, when and if, you know, um, the tornado happens and you're, you're gone. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. Your time is up. Goodbye. Firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This right show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Inc. USA Wealth Group Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.